Most of us do whatever we can to take good care of our animals, but we all do things we regret. We all have circumstances in our lives that are beyond our control. And because we can never be sure that our well-loved animals understand how hard we try to care for them, or why we sometimes need to do something that might make them unhappy, the guilt can eat away at our hearts, especially after they are gone, and make our grief even more difficult to bear. You know, Sonia, I sometimes had to leave Oscar with my mum when I travelled on business, and I always worried that he wasn't happy with her, or that he thought I was abandoning him. Since I got him as a rescue dog, I'm sure he'd had a difficult life before he came to me, and I just really need to know that he was happy with me, and that I took good care of him. I don't want to be like one of those parents whose children grow up angry with them, and who then just say, well, I did the best I could. But that's sometimes how I feel, and I really need to know that my best was good enough for Oscar. Even though I couldn't see Martha's expression as we talked on the phone, I could hear the guilt and deep regret in her voice. I knew that Martha was distraught, but I also knew that she truly had nothing to regret and no reason to be beating herself up, at least so far as Oscar was concerned. Oscar was a big, hairy mixed breed, and when he came through to me I could see from his expression in his soft brown eyes that she didn't need to have those terrible self-doubts. He was able to let me know that he had, indeed, had some troubles before Martha adopted him, but he had known from the minute she took him home that he was in a safe place and had finally found a loving human companion. In fact, his earlier experiences had made him even more appreciative not only of how much he loved him, but also of how well she took care of him. Of course, he missed her when she had to go away, but he told me that her mother had also loved him and had always been kind to him, and he had loved her too, if not in the same way he loved Martha. If Oscar was unhappy at all now, it was because he worried about Martha, knowing how much she still worried about him. I explained to Martha that when we're happy, our animal companions are happy too. When we're tense or sad or stressed, they feel those vibrations the same way they feel our love, and they absorb and reflect our emotions. Martha was much relieved to know that she hadn't disappointed Oscar, and that he was not only happy, but also deeply appreciative of the loving kindness she had always shown him. He also wanted to let her know that he was still with her, and that they never needed to be separated again. By the end of our conversation, Martha was in tears, but as she told me, they were tears of relief to know that she hadn't fallen short, and that Oscar had always known that. Mr. Turtle I met Erin at an event the great psychic John Edward was doing in Houston, and she booked an appointment for me to do a reading with her beautiful white turtle, who was simply known as Mr. Turtle. I've spoken with many turtles in my day but never before a white one. White turtles are quite rare, and this one was also extremely intelligent. As soon as I picked up the phone, Mr. Turtle came through and started talking a mile a minute. Erin had explained to him that he'd be speaking to someone who spoke his language, and he immediately asked me if I was a turtle. I said that at that moment I was a turtle, but I was also a human. How can that be? he asked. Well, I said, many things can be. I was born with a hearing loss, 
and when I was a little girl the animals all taught me their languages. And he accepted that. The first thing he told me was how much he loved the water in the pond where he lived. Erin laughed and said that she and her husband had gotten Mr. Turtle in Florida, and the water there was terrible. So they'd made him a special pond inside the house with filtered water, and they kept it very clean. Erin said she was happy that he appreciated what they'd done, because they really wanted him to be happy, and I was able to assure her that, indeed, he was deliriously happy. Mr. Turtle went on to tell me that he loved the beautiful huge rocks in the pond, and also the fish they'd put in, even though they didn't seem to swim very well. Erin laughed again and told me that they were toy fish, but Mr. Turtle said he loved the fish and wanted me to thank her. He also wanted her to know that he loved it when people came and sat by the pond talking to her.